ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. And by the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to minister just for a couple of minutes on this thought. Finishing my course. Finishing my course. Let's put down our Bibles and let's lift up our hands and our voices. Let's call upon the name of the Lord tonight. Dear Father, we love you, Jesus. We bless you, dear Lord. We adore you. We give you all of the glory and all of the honor tonight, dear Lord. And I pray, oh Lord Jesus, that you would strengthen us. Dear God, that you would lead us. That you would guide us. Dear Lord, that you would give us a determination, oh Lord, like never before. Oh God, that we, Lord, will finish our course, dear Lord. Dear God, that we will not grow weary. And that we will not faint, dear Lord. Oh God, but we, Lord, will keep moving on, dear Lord, in the mighty name of, of Jesus Christ. We give you all of the honor and all of the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. Praise the Lord. You can be seated in the house of the Lord. Finishing my course. You know, it is possible to fall short of a goal, to fall short of a task, something that was meant to be completed, that somehow or another, that a lot of times distractions get in the way, and that many things come against us completing the task that we have set out. That in the beginning we have good intentions. That we are excited, we are motivated, and that we are determined that we are going to complete this goal. We're going to get it done. You'll find out that a lot of times at the beginning of the year everybody has New Year's resolutions. And that some people, their New Year's resolution is they're going to be a little bit more healthier. They're going to eat better and that we're going to exercise and we're going to do our due diligence uh, to get in shape. Sometimes people have other goals that they set and maybe there are things that they didn't accomplish the previous year. That they didn't do a good job at it. They recognize it and say, you know what? I'm going to do better this year. Right. I'm going to get some things in line. I'm going to get some things together. They set goals. But how many know that a lot of times it is easy to set goals, but it's not always that easy to complete them? Amen. That there are a lot of things. There are many factors. There are many things that involve completing a goal. That's why when somebody sets a goal and they complete it, amen, they ought to be commended. Because there is a struggle, friend. There is a struggle in completing goals. There's a struggle in following through with something. Because you're going to find out that nothing comes easy. Nothing comes easy. There are always challenges. There are always opportunities, amen. Sometimes our goals, amen, keep us from having fun. 
That there are things we want to do and there are things that we like to do. Other people are doing this and they're doing that and they're going here and they're going there. And Oh, oh this, you mean there's a cookout going on? When is it? Oh, I got plans. I got things I need to do. But I can't make that because there's a goal I got in mind that I have to accomplish. And it's not always easy. And it takes sacrifice. And it takes constantly reminding ourselves that this is important, amen? That I have to complete this task. I have to complete. I have to finish this. I cannot leave it undone or I'm going to lose, amen, when it's all said and done. And you'll find out that a lot of people understand that in the physical. But you'll find out that in the spiritual realm, amen, that it's not that important to most, amen. That a lot of times in living for God, amen, and in serving God, there is a determination we have to have. There is a certain mindset that I have to have that nothing and no one is going to get in the way and that is going to interfere with me finishing the course that God has put me on. That I have to have a determination and a made up mind that I'm not going to allow anything. I'm not going to allow anyone. I'm not going to allow situations and how they may change at times to cause me to give up in the process because I have something I'm trying to achieve. There is somewhere that I'm trying to go. There is something that I want to accomplish. And the truth is, if I really think about it, it's more important than anything that I can ever accomplish down here. Can I tell you that earthly and natural goals are good to set It is wonderful if we accomplish them. But I'm going to tell you tonight, it means nothing, amen, when when in the final analysis, amen, that if I've come short in the spiritual race that God has made me a part of, tonight I came with a made-up mind, amen, that there is nothing that is going to get in my way, there is no one that is going to get in my way, but that I come to serve the devil. And I've come to serve hell notice tonight. There ain't no temptation. There ain't no amount of money. There ain't no individual that you can put in my path. There ain't no house big enough. There ain't no car fancy enough for me to abandon, amen, what God has made me a part of. Anybody got a made-up mind tonight, amen? I've been this thing for the long haul. That I'm in this for the long haul, amen. I don't want to fall short of this thing tonight, but I got a made up mind despite who comes against me, despite the kind of persecution that comes my way. None of these things will move me, amen. I got my mind on the Lord and I got my eyes fixed on the prize tonight. The Apostle Paul in his ministry and trying to serve the Lord and trying to proclaim this gospel message ran into a lot of opposition. And we read about it here in the book of Acts that there were many things that he suffered, amen? And the truth is he suffered it 
from people that were calling themselves children of God. They were calling themselves followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. And that they were persecuting, they were coming against. They were trying to hinder and they were trying to stop what he was declaring and what he was promoting. And all he was promoting, amen, was the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And how he told the saints that I've been with you and all I've been in with you and you know of what matter, amen, with you at all seasons. He said, serving the Lord with all humility in mind. Can I tell you something? It's important how we serve the Lord, amen? Can I tell you I can't serve the Lord and be high-minded? Can't serve the Lord and be arrogant, amen? Can't serve the Lord and all I want to do is talk about me and promote, amen, what I've accomplished, amen, and, and I'm walking around prideful and arrogant and thinking that I'm better than anybody else. Can I tell you something? We all got to come to the same cross, friend, and we all got to come through the same way, and that is through Jesus Christ. Can I tell you tonight, amen, I'm nothing, amen, but he is everything. I said it this morning, let me remind us again, I'm nothing but dust from the ground, but he is the almighty God, and I got to learn how to serve him with humility, friend. I got to come in a humble way, Lord, and say, Lord, it's not about me, but it's about you, amen. You are the king, I'm nothing, amen. You are the master, I am the servant, amen. Can I tell you, no matter what my degree says, God is better than my degree. No matter how much money in my pocket, God's greater than that too. I gotta serve him with humility of Paul walked with humility. With many tears. I'm gonna tell you something, serving for God, if you really serve God, if you're really living for God, and if you're living for God with all of your heart, there's going to be some tears that are shed. There's going to be some weeping. But if you are really, really serving him with all of your heart, mind, and soul, and you've committed your life to him, knowing the cost, knowing the sacrifice, there will be tears that will be shed. A lot of times it'll be shed, amen, because of things and people that rise up against you and fight you. A lot of times it'll be because of things that the devil is trying to do and trying to cause you to give up and trying to cause you to throw in the towel and trying to cause you to backslide and go back to what you used to know. But I remember what the scripture says, amen, that every tear of a child of God does not go unnoticed, amen? But that I may shed tears, amen? But I've come to find out that weeping may endure for a night, amen? But joy is going to come in the morning. Amen. I've come to find out what the writer said, amen, about those tears. Don't you know that they don't go unnoticed? But that God puts those tears in a bottle, God sees those tears, and God helps me to know that there's going to come a day, amen, that every tear you shed is going to be worth it, amen. Every sacrifice you made is going to be worth it, amen. Every time you resisted, that temptation is going to be worth it. Every time you had a made-up mind, I'm not doing 
Lord is going to be worth it. How many know it's going to be worth it that day when he catches up out of here? And let me just go and encourage somebody that night. He said there's going to be a day when we're going to be in that place and there will be no more weeping, friend. There will be no more crying, friend. On that day, there will be nothing but joy and happiness and excitement. I'm telling you, you may stand up here down here, but I'm looking for a day where my heavenly father will wipe every tear from my eye. Living for God is not every day. You're not going to be living in the clouds. And that's where people, if you don't have that understanding, and you don't realize that, that's where people give up at. Because Jesus never told us it's going to be easy. Know what Jesus told us? He that endures to the end is going to be saved. That means that there are some things that I'm going to have to go down, go through down here. There are some situations that I'm going to have to overcome down here. There are some people that I'm going to have to overcome down here, friend. But I must endure to the end. I cannot give in. I cannot throw in the towel. I cannot let down. I cannot compromise. I have to have a made up mind that heaven is going to be worth it all. That streets of gold is going to be worth it all. That entering into gates of pearl and hearing that those famous words, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Don't you know that it's going to come down to whether I was faithful, faithful until the end? Can I tell you tonight, I got a mind to be faithful, amen? I want to be faithful in all things. I want to be faithful in every area of my life and let God know I love you above all else. I love you. Listen, I love God more than comfort down here. Everybody want to be comfort. Everybody want to have the ideal situation. I want God to know I can serve you no matter what the situation is. I can still praise you. I still got a praise on my lips. Despite what the situation is, I still got my hands lifted. I still got joy down in my heart. He said, with many tears and temptations, which befell me by the lying in wait of the Jews. They was waiting for an opportunity to catch Paul, to bring things up against him, to to, to persecute Paul. And it always finds, I always find amazing, amen, that people that proclaim, and I'm going to tell you, it's, it's, a, it's a shocker to me at times, amen, because you never think, amen, that persecution, you think persecution will come from the world, amen. They will come from those that does not don't know God, amen. But you'll find out that there are always false brethren, amen. There are always false people that proclaim to know the Lord, amen, but their actions show differently, amen. Can I tell you, I don't want false people, amen, fake and phony people, amen, to cause me to throw in the towel and give up on God, amen. Don't you know everybody in the church ain't saved, amen. Everybody that declares Jesus ain't saved, friend. They're not walking with Jesus. And so be 
that. Amen. I got to have a made up mind. You can do how whatever you want to do. You can act however you want to act. As for me, I got my hands lifted. I got my voice raised. And nothing you say and nothing you do is going to knock me off course. I got a made up mind. You and nobody else is going to cause me to backslide. It's going to cause me to throw in the towel. It's going to cause me to give up on God. Paul says that I kept back in verse 20. He said, I kept back nothing that which that was profitable unto you. He said, but I showed you and have taught you publicly from house to house. Testifying both to Jews and also to the Greeks. Repentance towards God. Faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, and now behold, I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. Paul knew that there were some things, amen, that he was going to have to go through, that he was going to have to deal with. He says, and now, he says in verse 23, he says, save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. <laughs> Talk about some encouraging words, amen. That he's telling them that he's already, it's already been revealed to him, amen. What awaits you? What you're going to have to go through, amen. Come on, God has already told us, friend, that if we're going to live for him, there are some things that we're going to have to go through. There are some things that we're going to have to deal with. But remember what the psalmist said though many be the afflictions of the righteous, amen. The Lord will deliver us from every one of them. Know that whatever situation you find yourself in, that God is right there with you. God is by your side and that God will not leave you and that God will not forsake you. But God told us that his grace is sufficient for us. That means that God will give us the grace that we need to endure and go through it. Somebody ought to shout that God loves you and that God cares about you and that God will not leave you alone. know what? God will help us through them all. God will keep us. Verse 24 is where it really gets good because Paul said but none of these things move me. You got to have that kind of mindset that I'm steadfast. None of these things will move me. None of these things will stop me from praying. None of these things will keep my hands from being raised and lifted. None of these things will keep, will cause me to be quiet, amen, and sit down on God, amen. None of these things move me. Friend, it doesn't matter what people on your job is doing. Doesn't matter what family members are doing. Doesn't matter what people in the community is doing. It doesn't even matter what happens in churches. I got a made up mind. None of these things will move me. I will keep my hands lifted. I will keep my voice raised. I will keep joy down in my heart. 
other man is steadfast for what I know is true, despite all of those things. And what I know is true, I know Jesus is right, amen. I know the word of God is true, friend. I know, friend, that there is a heaven, amen, and that's where I'm trying to go. And you know the devil loves to use situations and people to cause you to give up. But I got a made up mind. None of these things are moving me. I'm rooted. I'm grounded. I'm steadfast tonight in the truth, amen. Anybody else can walk away, but I got a mind made up mind. What can I go back to, honey? I burned those bridges. There's nothing to go back to. I'm all in this thing. I look out on my life, dear unto myself. Paul said, if it comes down to it, I'm going to lay my life down for this. If it comes down to it, I'm willing to lay my life down for this. He said, that I might finish my course, listen, with joy. That I might finish my course. However this thing is. This race. That God has made me a part of. That God has put me in. He said I want to finish it. With joy. In the ministry which I have received. Of the Lord Jesus. To testify. The gospel of grace. Of God. Can I tell you something. I want to finish this race. And I want to finish it with joy, friend. I want to have a made up mind that I got to complete this thing. I got to make it to the finish line. I got to hear my name called in that roll call. You hear what I'm saying? I got to hear my name called in that roll call. You'll find out that this race, friend, there are people that are dropping out like flies. Amen. They're letting go. They're letting down. They're throwing in the towel. But can I tell you, despite all of that, amen, I got to have a made up mind that I ain't giving this thing for people. I got in this thing, amen, because I want to make heaven my home. And I want you to come with me. But if you don't come with me, so be it, amen. You may turn around, but I'm not allowing you to cause me to turn around. I'm going to make that finish line, friend. I'm going to cross that finish line. If it's the last thing I do, anybody got that kind of determination tonight, amen, there may be people People falling out. There may be people throwing in the towel. There may be people giving up. And that is so unfortunate. But I can't allow it to affect what I do, friend. As for me, I'm keeping my eyes on the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 9. First Corinthians. Chapter 9. Let's begin in verse, verse 24. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. We're going to begin at verse 24. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So Paul says, so run 
that ye may obtain. Can I tell you tonight, I want to obtain the prize. I want to obtain that prize. Paul said, everybody runs, amen. He's speaking of, he's giving the example of a, a, a physical race, amen. He says, but only one, amen, receives the prize. And so he told them to run, amen, so you may obtain. Can I tell you tonight, my running is not in vain tonight, amen? I'm running, amen, for a reason. I'm running because there is something that I'm trying to obtain. Everybody's saying you're wasting your time, amen? You're wasting, y'all people are crazy, amen? Don't you know that there's a coronavirus out there? But friend, you don't know, I'm running a race tonight, amen? And I gotta keep my eyes on the prize. I know there's a virus out there, but I know that there's a God, amen, that will keep us despite all of that, amen? I know there's a God who's a shield about me, and he is the lifter of my head. He is my stronghold in the time of trouble. I can't allow what's going on in the world to get me distracted, amen, and not realize I'm running a race, amen, and despite what's going on in the world, I cannot allow that to distract me from the goal and from the task that I am trying to achieve. But I know something that is greater than what's going on in our world. There is a race that we're a part of. And I got to hold on to my faith. I got to continue to put one foot in front of the other. I know what's going on, but I got to continue to praise the Lord. Let me say that again. I got to continue to praise the Lord despite what's going on. I got to keep my hands lifted despite what's happening. Amen. I got to keep my voice raised despite what's happening. I got to keep joy down in my heart despite what's happening, amen. There's a whole lot that still praise God for, amen. We're still in the land of the living. There's still breath in our body. God is still making a way. God is still providing. God has kept the doors open. You hear that? God kept the doors open, friend. So I'm coming in with my hands lifted and with my voice raised and with the maid of mine. I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. He kept the doors open, amen. So what we supposed to do? Come on in. Praise his name. Give him the glory. And I'm going to tell you, don't go unnoticed. God's noticing it. God's looking at it. He's paying attention to it. I want to know that tonight. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. And we're going to begin at verse 2. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if ye be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. So you had those that were coming to them after they have experienced this born-again experience, this New Testament salvation, and they would declare to them that they must be circumcised. Paul is saying that if you are circumcised, then Christ shall profit you nothing. He says, for I testify again to every man that is circumcised 
that he is a debtor to do the whole law. Christ has become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law, ye are fallen from grace. For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. This is what he tells them. Ye did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? This persuasion cometh not of him that calleth you. A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. I have confidence in you through the Lord that ye will be none otherwise minded. But he that troubleth you shall bear his judgment, whosoever he be. And so Paul had to call him out. He said, you did run well. He said, who has hindered you? Who has stopped you from running well? Amen. And you'll find out that this idea, this opinion that they had come to them with, has stopped them from doing and stopped them from obeying the truth. Can I tell you, friend, I cannot allow the new opinions and ideas that are coming up in our world today, amen, to move me, amen, off of the course that God has placed me on, amen. I got to understand that I have to obey the truth and that there's only one truth, friend, and that truth is, is that Jesus is Lord, he is the almighty God but I got more for you. Except a man is born of the water and born of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That is the truth. I got to stand on it. I got to have a made up mind that there ain't nobody that is going to stop me from running. I want to run. Amen. I want to finish my course. It don't matter what people on the job is saying. Don't matter what people in the neighborhood is saying. Don't matter Amen. What the televangelists is saying with their money hungry self. They aren't proclaiming the truth. No how. Can I tell you? Somebody ought to thank God for the truth. Somebody ought to have a made up mind. I will remain steadfast on the truth. He said this persuasion has not come from the one that has called you. In other words, it has not come from God. This has not come from God. And he says what was going to happen to them. That trouble you. There are those that will trouble the people of God. But I'm going to tell you, it won't go unjudged. God will deal with them. God will deal with anybody that turns people away from the knowledge of the truth. That hinders people, amen, from coming in, amen. What did he say? He said, woe unto you lawyers and you Pharisees. He said that you enter not in and that you hinder those that would enter in. Come on, I'm going to tell you something. God will deal with those, amen, that turn people away from the truth. That's why I got to have a made up mind. I'm staying in the truth no matter what. Keeping my hands on this thing. Keeping it down in my heart. Philippians. Chapter 3. 
Look in chapter 3, beginning at verse 13. It says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Listen, in order for me to continue to run this race, in order for me to remain steadfast, I'm going to have to forget some things that are behind me. Amen? Got to leave those things behind me, friend. Got to leave that old life behind me. Got to leave it buried. Amen? People that God removed out of my life, they needed to go, friend. Stop going and trying to dig them back up. Amen? Stop trying to go and open up that relationship again. Amen? God removed them out of your life for a reason, friend, that I may press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. You know what God is telling me? Move forward, friend. Keep on running. Keep on pressing on. Amen. Come on, somebody. Stop trying to dig that stuff back up. Leave it buried. Don't dig that music back up. Don't dig Hollywood back up. Leave it buried. Amen. And have a made up mind. I'm going to run this race. I'm going to run this race. I'm going to keep my eyes on the prize. Forget it. I got to forget some stuff. And the reason why Israel could not obtain what God had for them, they had a hard time forgetting the old life. Now, listen, they remembered the wrong part of it. What they should have remembered was the affliction. They should have remembered the hardship. They should have remembered the pain, amen? Maybe that would have helped them to realize we are in a better place now. There is no going back to that. But they didn't remember that. They remembered the leeks, and they remembered the onions, and they remembered all of that stuff, friend. Can I tell you something? I'm going to tell you tonight that since I've been in the church, God has given me more than I have ever had in the world. Amen. And I ain't got time of reminiscing on what I used to have and what I used to wear and how I used to dress and how I used to look and all the stuff that I had draping on me around my neck. I ain't got time to remember that. God brought me into a better life. God brought me into a better life. Amen. A better way of living. A better way of talking, friend. And I'm convinced with all of my heart that this is the best my life has ever been. I don't want to go back. I don't want to put that stuff on. I don't want to look like that any longer. You know what? I remember the pain. I remember the misery. I remember being unsatisfied. See, people get lost in, well, I remember the parties. Yeah, but you, do you remember the unfaithfulness? Do you remember the treachery? Do you remember the heartache? Do you remember the depression? Do you remember that stuff? Do you remember how you was bound by so many things and you couldn't break free? Couldn't stop from doing it? I need to remember that stuff, amen? And let it remind me you're in a better place now, son. You're in a better place. You're in a better relationship now, amen? It don't get no better than Jesus Christ. 
Can I tell you why it don't get no better than Jesus? He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. Listen, he won't leave you after he's got what he wants from you. He's right there in the thick of sin, amen. In the highs and in the lows, amen. He can get up three in the morning and walk it out on you, going to somebody else, amen. He's right there by your side. He's meeting your need. He's taking care of you. Have a God that is committed to you. Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1. Hebrews 12 and 1. Wherefore, sin, we are compassed about with so many, with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Verse 2. See, as we're running, we should be looking to someone. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him Endure the cross, despising the shame, is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. You know what the writer is doing? The writer is using Jesus Christ as an example, amen, as we are running this race and as we're supposed to run it with patience, amen, that he's using Jesus as an example, amen, who is the furnisher, author, and finisher of our faith that tells us that Jesus, amen, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, amen. And so he's using Jesus as an example to help us to understand, amen, that Jesus went through everything he went through for the joy that was set before him, amen. And that should encourage us, amen, to keep on running, amen, and to keep on striving, huh, and to lay aside those weights, amen, that bogs us down, amen, and lay aside that sin, amen, that keeps us from running, amen, the way that we should. It ultimately will cause us to give up and fall out of the race. But can I tell you tonight, I can't have no weights on me tonight, amen. I gotta let go of all of the stuff that is weighing me down. I gotta get rid of all of the people out of my life that is hindering me and keeping me from running. I gotta run this thing with patience, amen. Day after day, I gotta put one foot in front of the other and have a made up mind. Nothing is gonna distract me. Nothing is gonna hold me back. There ain't no big head joker that's gonna come in my face trying to pull me away from the will of God. I gotta made up mind. Amen. I'm saying where God has placed me. Running this race. I'm looking to Jesus as I'm running this race. See, because you can't be looking nowhere else. Can't be looking at the world. Can't be looking at how your co-workers are living. And how they partying up. And how they liquoring it up. And how they smoking and doing everything under the sun. Can't be looking at them because if y'all, you ain't gonna run for long. Ain't gonna run for long. 
know who I need to be looking at? I need to be looking at Jesus. Amen. My eyes need to be on Jesus as I'm running this race. Can't be looking at the news and what the news is saying, amen, and all of their bad reporting, amen. I got to look at the author and the finisher of my faith and say, God, you are in control of my life. You are in control of my destiny. Help me, Lord, to finish my course. And not allow the stuff that is going around me to give up and to let down. Let us stand tonight. Second Timothy. Second Timothy chapter 4. And so we just read about the Apostle Paul. Book of Acts and how he told them that none of these things will move me. That I may finish my course with joy. And so, the book of 2 Timothy, he has come to the end. He has spent most of his ministry in a prison cell, writing, sending letters to encourage the churches. And in 2 Timothy chapter 4, he knows his life not is about to come to an end, but it is, it is, it is on him. It is there. He's about to die. And he writes to Timothy. And he begins to tell Timothy these words, amen, that we should all strive to when it's our time to exit this life. We should all strive to be able to say this said with confidence. Verse 7, he says, I have fought a good fight. Listen, there is a fight to fight, amen? And then there are fights not to fight. I'm going to tell you, fights that are not to fight, there are carnivores that will not amount to anything. You'll find out people are so busy trying to win a physical fight, and they're losing the fight that is more important. I want to know what fight I should be fighting. And it's a good fight. I have fought a good fight. I have listened. Finish my course. I have kept the faith. Don't you know, in order to finish your course, you got to hold on to this faith. Yeah. Got to hold on to your faith. Yeah. Can't let it go. Can't let it go. The Bible says we have a shield of faith. That there are fiery darts that the devil will throw your way each and every day. It is all an attempt to cause you to lose your faith. But you got to quench those fiery darts, friend, with that shield of faith. And you got to hold on to it. He said, I finished my course. He said, I have fought, I fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me, a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, listen, but unto all them also that love his appearing. It is documented, history teaches, 
that Paul was heading to the chopping block to God's house. They were leading him to that chopping block. They were leading him to his death sentence. And history teaches that he broke, somehow he broke away from both those guards. And what I find amazing is that he didn't run away to try to escape him, him dying. He ran and he laid his head on that chopping block. He knew what was waiting for him. He knew. He had confidence. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. To be able to say, I have finished my course. I have finished what God, the race that God has made me a part of. I didn't give up. I didn't throw in the towel. It wasn't easy always. There are many things that I had to endure. I had to go through false people that lied on me and slandered my name. So many things that I had to endure. Sickness, heartache, letdown. You know, for him to be able to say, I finished my course, not only that, but I kept my faith. Can I hold on to my faith when people trample all over? Can I hold on to my faith when I've seen things happen that shouldn't have happened? Can I still hold on to my faith and still keep my eyes on the prize and still know that God is worthy of the glory? He's worthy of me serving him with all of my heart. I know people that have cast away their confidence, that recompense of reward. They've cast it away. They've let go of their faith. Tonight, if there's anything that I want to have a made-up mind, that is, I'm going to hold on to my faith. Because whether I have faith has a lot to do with whether I will finish my course. And I'm not talking about having faith in people. I'm not talking about having faith in things. People will let you down. I will tell you, don't put your faith in me. Put your faith in God. Because God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. And if your faith is in God, can I tell you something? The chances are you will complete your course. If you keep your eyes stayed on you. Let's get lift up our hands and our voices and let's call upon the name of the Lord for a couple of minutes in the night. Dear Father, we love you, Jesus. We give you all of the glory. We give you all of the honor and all of the praise tonight, dear Lord. Oh, sweet Jesus, more than anything, dear God, we want to be able to say, dear God, that we have fought the good fight of faith. Dear Lord, and that we have finished our course. Dear Lord, and that we have held on to our faith, oh God. Oh, sweet Jesus, we want to run this race with patience tonight, dear God. Looking to you, Lord, the author and the finisher of our faith. Help us, Lord, to learn of you. Help us, Lord, to learn of the example that you have set for us, almighty God. Oh, God, Jesus, that you endured the cross, Lord, for the joy that was set before you, dear Lord. Help us, dear God. Not to be moved by any of these things. Not to be moved by disappointment. Not to be moved by persecution. 
in affliction, dear God. Not to be moved by the words of people, oh God, but help us to have a made up mind that we will remain rooted and grounded in your truth. Help us to run well. Help us, Lord, not to allow anything or anyone to hinder us from running this race, dear Lord. Oh God, that is set before us. We give you all of the glory tonight. We give you all of the honor tonight. We thank you, dear God. Thank you for making us a part of this great body, dear Lord. Thank you for this great salvation. Thank you, Lord, for washing away all of our sins as far as the east is from the west. Oh God, it's shedding your love abroad in our hearts, dear God. We give you all of the honor. We give you all of the praise tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Let's give the Lord a hand clap for praise here tonight. We love you, dear Lord. We give you all of the honor. We give you all of the praise. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. All right.